BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. Max, how's it going? I've said it before, I'll say it again. Uh, air conditioning, number one invention in, in, in mankind history. Like Just air conditioners, number one. Uh, number two is the Red Zone Channel. God damn, I love me some Red Zone Channel. And, and just being able to watch... Uh, you know, good portions of the game and cut out all the fucking bullshit. It is, it's, it's just amazing. So, uh, yeah, I had a great Sunday uh, watching football, and then I'm, I'm ready to talk. I, I saw a lot of things on the field yesterday. I'm ready to talk about them. What is going on, Sex Panther? You know what I love about the Red Zone Channel is their commitment and dedication to who they are. We are not cutting away to watch some pitcher throw four non-hittable balls at Aaron Judge. We're sticking with football. We know who we are. We give the people what they want. I love that. And we're the same way, right? We give the people what they want. They want more football. So here it is Monday. Let's overreact to whatever happened yesterday. <laughs> Max? So if, you jo- if, you're, if you're joining live, you see Arch's top four uh, uh, inventions of all time. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on the, the top three. Uh, what? Number four. Number four. I'm, I'm, uh, no. Get out of here. What, I what's know, your, yeah. uh, give me a better number four out there. <laughs> I can think of a better number four. I'm just saying. Uh, let's talk some football. Uh, Max got seven points for you today. Six. And, of course, my extra point that I always throw out there. I'm not going for two today. Just, just the regular standard point. Um, I'm not going to pull a Harbaugh here. Uh, number one, Max's week four touchdown. The Detroit defense really fucking sucks. I mean, Jesus, Jesus is fucking bad. You, Geno Smith threw for 320 yards, two touchdowns. Seahawks scored 48 fucking points. Uh, you know, God fucking damn it, that defense is terrible. That said, the Detroit offense is really fucking good. <laughs> Jared Goff, once again, 378 yards, four touchdowns, only one interception. And he did that without his best weapons out there. If the Lions could play any fucking defense whatsoever, any fucking defense, this is a team that could compete in the NFC right now. Side note, 
We talked about Lamar dropping deuces at halftime. Well, did you guys see what happened with DK Metcalf yesterday? No. He left the sideline. <laughs> he, he, he was carted off the field. DK Metcalf was carted off the field because he could not clench his butt cheeks hard enough to walk off the field to take a shit. He had to be carted off the field to the locker room to take a shit. Apparently, the Lions defense wasn't the only shit on the field yesterday. Point number two, I still like the Jags. If you join the pre-show, you heard me already say this. Jaguars looked like they were going to dispose of the Eagles earlier in that game. They went up 14 to nothing before giving up 29 straight points. Now, the main issue for this Jaguars team yesterday, weather condition, it was raining, it was, it was just terrible. Trevor Lawrence turned the ball over five fucking times. He had four lost fumbles, one interception. So Philly won the turnover battle five to one. And they only won the game by eight points. I'm just saying that if the Jags, just, just Lawrence, really, just Lawrence, if he avoided those turnovers, uh, I think I think the Eagles could have gotten their first loss of the year. I, I still think Philly's the team to beat. They forced the fumbles. They, they're they a good fucking team. I think that was probably their biggest challenge. I don't know. When do they play the Cowboys? Because, you know, <laughs> that, that could be the next one. Uh, but listen, I, I hope people start respecting the Jack, Jacksonville Jaguars after this game a little bit more. Uh, even in a loss, good fucking team. Point number three. There is a uh, only one winless team left. There's only one. It's not the Vegas Raiders. They got their first win of the season. They took down the Broncos 32 to 23. Established the run game. Fucking Jacobs got 144 yards, two touchdowns on the ground. Defense is still laughable though. God damn that fucking defense. Uh, you know, I mean, not not Lions bad, but that, that defense is still laughable. But Russ couldn't exploit it. I mean, his offensive line decided that they liked holding on to black and silver jerseys all night. Every time I looked, it was a fucking holding call in the goddamn offensive line. Uh, the only winless team left is the 0-3-1 Texans. Houston is absolutely getting demolished by the Chargers. Yet, Chargers almost charged that one up. I don't know if you saw the second half, but Houston stormed back. That actually was a lot closer than it needed to be. They still end up losing by 10 points. Uh, yeah, Justin Herbert looked much better in that one. But yeah, so only one winless team left. Not the Bears. That's so fucking that's fucking surprising. Uh, point number four, broken axle. Already dealing with an injury to starter Mac Jones. Pats found themselves turning to a rookie quarterback after Axel Brian Hoyer was ruled out of the game. Uh, Bailey Zappi. Kind of held his own, though. He threw a touchdown, albeit, what was it, six seconds after the fucking play clock expired. But still, he threw a touchdown, and he went 10 for 15 for 99 yards. Patriots almost beat the Packers yesterday. Pushed the game into overtime before losing on a Mason Crasby field goal as time expired. Uh, Rodgers had a decent game. Ask Panther. He'd probably not say a decent game, uh, right? Uh, but the bright side is he was able to connect with seven different receivers. He got 116 to Lazard, uh, 47 to Dobbs, and 42 to Cobb. Still, when you're favored by nine and a half points at home and it takes overtime and a game-winning field goal to win, maybe your team has bigger problems than your 3-1 and one record indicates. Point number five, I alluded to it. Dak who? Who's who? Dak? Dak who? Cowboys have won three in a row with Cooper Rush leading the way. Hypothetical question for you. Seriously, Arch, uh, here you go. A hypothetical. Could a team like Houston give up some of their Cleveland bounty and replace Watson with the poor man's version of Watson by trading for Dak? In season, right now. Just do it. I, I, yeah, maybe. Yeah. I'm just saying, may, maybe Dallas can even convince Bill O'Brien to come out of retirement and take over the Texans so they can dump Zeke's salary on Houston, too. You know, <laughs> uh, Cooper Rush outplayed Carson Wentz. Cowboys beat Washington 25 to 10. Uh, Wentz. Oh, 
MVP. Uh, oh man, 170 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Not good. Not good, Carson. Not good. Uh, Rush tossed two touchdowns, no interceptions, 233 yards. He threw uh, 15 less attempts than Wentz. Wentz was throwing the ball too much yesterday, and he w- he wasn't connecting with anything. Uh, Cowboys not going to let the Eagles run away with the East. The football club is wishing they could have pulled off that Jimmy G trade instead of having Carson Wentz. Point number six. I, I'm not going to pull a Harbaugh. I'm, I'm going to actually just go for one extra point. But Harbaugh pulled a Harbaugh yesterday. Game tied. Chance to send the Bills to their second straight loss. John Harbaugh dug deep into his playbook from last season. And instead of going for a, you know, pushing in the lead field goal, he went for a touchdown on fourth down. Now, I do not take issue with going for the jugular there. I don't. I really don't. I take issue with the play that was called. I take issue how the play broke down. I take issue with Lamar throwing a fucking interception to give the Bills better field position than a turnover on downs. I take issue with that, but I don't take issue with them actually, you know, going going for the win there as opposed to giving the field goal and giving them back. You know, I, I, I don't take issue with that. I take issue with all those other things, but really, sooner or later, these types of losses are going to haunt you. They haunted you last season, Harbaugh. They're going to haunt you again. Win some fucking games. Extra point. A league of parody. 13 teams are two and two at the moment. And if the if the Niners win tonight, that's going to increase the 15 teams at two and two. That would be 40, 47% of the league at 500 through four games. Now, there's clearly lesser teams in this league, but through the first month, the divide seems the you know between the lesser teams. is it, It's not that stark as it was last year. The Giants are three and one. Seahawks are two and two. Jets are two and two. The Bears are two and two. The Falcons are two and two. These teams were supposed to be competing for for the first pick in the draft next year. And they have better records than teams like the Patriots, Steelers, Colts, Raiders, and Saints. So, uh, Panther, maybe preseason should matter a little bit more. And that is Max's week four touchdown. There you go. Well, this is preseason week number four, kind of wrapping up. But I'm going to piggyback off those Ravens because you're just letting Harbaugh off the hook too easy. Point number one for me, Baltimore actually could be 4-0. Defense let them down against Miami. Coaching let them down against Buffalo. In a game when the much line defense, I've shit on them all season long. First three weeks, they've looked like damn near Detroit, really. They actually played really well. They limited Buffalo to 326 total yards. Josh Allen to only 201 yards. A defense that's playing that good, and you come in the the post-game press conference and talk about analytics, and you trusted your defense to pin them back there at the two-yard line if you didn't get that touchdown. If you trusted your defense and you take the field goal with the best kicker in the game and trust your defense to hold on to a lead. I I echo Max's sentiments. I shit on Harbaugh last year. He cost him a playoff spot. And this is game number one. I don't know what it is with his antics at the end of games, but it just seems like he is chronically making the wrong decision. Point number two, speaking of defense, Lions just don't play it. Jared Goff goes for 375 and four touchdowns. The offense goes for a total of 520 total yards and scores 45 points. It's highest total this season. And they lost again giving up 48 points to a Seattle team that scored 47 points combined in their first three games. Detroit so much shows so much promise on their offense, but if they don't get something going with that, uh, that defense here sometime soon, it's going to be another lion season when the wins and losses stack up at the end of the year. Point number three, quarterback controversy and Big D. 
Cooper Rush is now 4-0 as a starter, 3-0 this season, as he led the boys to another a convincing, although not explosive, win against Washington. The Cowboys' defense is really leading the way, which allows the offense to run the ball with Zeke and Pollard, takes pressure off of Cooper Rush. But now, with Dak expected back this week, it will actually be really interesting to see what Jerry and Dallas do at the quarterback position. Point number four, the Eagles are good. Very good. After falling behind 14 to nothing after one quarter, Hurts and company... Sh- showed poise and resolve to score 29 straight points. And I'm not quick to say, oh, it's only Jacksonville. This Jags team is pretty good in their own right. But five turner, for the five turnovers that Max mentioned is really hard to overcome for any team. I had a really short morning, so those are the only points to ponder from Panther. I, I don't have any problem with Harbaugh going for the, the touchdown. I have a problem with the 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 the, the play they called. <laughs> That's yeah. It was a terrible. It was a terrible play. Yeah. And then it, 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 it when it broke down, it was terrible decision making. Right. Somebody needed to be in Lamar's head saying, "Throw it away, throw it away, or, or run the fucking ball." Well, yeah. Well, well it should have been. A, he actually yeah. had a clear. He actually had a clearer path to run the ball in than he did throwing it and forcing it in the corner over there. The guy was wide open. I, you know, for for a split second, Lamar missed that window. And by the time he threw it, the, the the corner picked up on it already, and was was right near the fucking ball. Like I mean, he he should have just ran for it. It's We're just bit- gonna agree to disagree. I with four minutes under four minutes left, my choice is okay. You hope for the touchdown, but now you're still tied, or you at least have a three point lead when you kick off. Just give me the lead. If you trust your defense, allegedly, then let them defense. Well, twenty. I want the lead. Twenty unanswered points is what buffalo was bringing to the table at that point he can he's saying he's trusting his defense but he doesn't trust his defense and he shouldn't mm-hmm. trust his defense no he should not mm-hmm. yeah buffalo was on fire at that point like i said 20 unanswered that's how the game ended yeah i you got to go for the jugular if you want to if you want to beat the bills you gotta you, you gotta really go for it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no i yeah that's what that's what i'm saying i, I don't I don't hate the decision. I, I just I hate everything around that decision. Everything that broke down around that decision was just awful. Right. Uh, again, like you know, you, same thing. Yeah, you pin them back at the, at the, the the two you know yard line. If you don't do that, then that's fine. But to throw the interception, give give them a free pass. Like I mean, that was wide open fucking field for them at that point. It's it's, it's like almost just like punting it or you know giving giving them the ball at you know. Uh, after after a score, right? I mean, they they were able to like just have the full field to their advantage. Lots of time left on the clock. Yeah. So you know, I I don't think the field goal would have won it if if they if they would have kicked the field goal there. I think that uh, Buffalo marches down the field, scores a touchdown at that point. The the way that the way that uh, their defense was playing at that moment in time, and the way the defense has played all season. I mean, do you remember that Miami game? Yeah. <laughs> dead dead to fucking rights, and Miami's just like, nah, two is going to score six fucking touchdowns. Right. And maybe, and maybe that played in Harbaugh's head because he's afraid of overtime, right? Get the touchdown because if you kick if you kick the field goal, the worst thing Buffalo does is go down and kick a field goal, and you're still going to overtime. But I I, I get the logic from the way it played out, but I also I would have just kicked the field goal. You, you got to take the points. Mm. I if you need two yards, I I'm hard pressed to think of you know somebody Not I'd rather have. If an RPO with Lamar Jackson, I think, I think that might, you know, that might be a lock. If you need two yards, I just, 
fuck, I can't think of somebody I'd rather. I mean, if you need 99 yards in 10 seconds, you want Mahomes. But if you want two yards, you want Lamar or an RPO or a bootleg or something. Something where he can make things happen. Oh, boy. Do you have anything else, Arch? Uh, uh, yeah. Um, not really. Uh, Trubisky played himself to the bench finally. We've been talking about that oh, for weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and, it's not, and and Pickett lived up to his last name. He did. He did. He, compl- he completed every single pass he threw. Yeah, to the other, to the other team, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> he did. He ran in a touchdown, though, right? He he, he yeah, actually rushed for a touchdown, did. and then he, but he threw for three interceptions. So I mean, I d- does Trubisky uh, deserve all the blame there? No. Is Pickett going to do much better? Probably not. Like I mean, this Steelers team is is not looking very good. This this this, this is looking like Tomlin's first. Uh, um sub 500 uh year right i mean uh it's it's not looking great for uh the steelers out there um let's take a quick break if we got a little bit more football talk we can kind of talk a little bit more after the break but let's talk about the book club yes ladies and gentlemen uh maxi unveiled a new marketing ploy by uh comparing us to uh drugs that's what he did yesterday. If you listen to uh, Max Bet NFL, he said that we are drug dealers and we're essentially giving you a free taste for three days and then you have to pay. And well, you know, it's kind of true. But if you want those three free try it days, all you got to do is go to thedgens.net, sign up now. You get access to our private Discord where you can see all of our comments, our bets, uh, behind the scenes shenanigans, all that stuff. You can listen live like the guys are listening live this morning. Uh, Dgens.net, you get the three free days. After that, it's only $25 a month for right now. Prices will be raising up in a little bit. I still got to talk to Arch about that because I don't know the logistics of that because Arch is the money guy and I just think of all these crazy ideas and, and make him execute them. And then he yells at me and we, we figure things out eventually. Uh, but yes, thedgens.net to book it over to the book club. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to touch on, NFL? Or is the cupboard bare? I, I mean, I, I just just real quick, you know, your Chiefs look pretty good, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, uh, you know, uh, I think the the first uh, complete game that they've played all year, uh, the offense was was clicking mm. against a tough defense. Uh, you, you can't say that Tom Brady didn't have his weapons. I mean, God, Godwin uh, got injured, right? Um, he, he left the game, I think. I think he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but other than that, I mean, Evans had a, a really solid game, and and Brady had his weapons, and Chiefs stood toe to toe. I think it was a hell of a game for them. Uh, so b- big win there. It's just again, like I can't, I can't get away from the fact that there's just so many. Like no one, no one's running away with the league right now. I mean, uh, you could say, you could say uh, the Eagles, but but Dallas is fucking three and one. So are the Giants. The, the Giants are three and one. Yeah, I mean the the, the NFC East is just not fucking gonna let uh, Philly just run away with it. Philly looks like the best team in football right now. Um, it's a lot of two and two teams, and uh, you know it's. The, the bad teams aren't that bad. Like I, I mentioned it. Like I mean, Geno Smith has what the third or fourth best QBR in the league right now. Yeah, he's looking uh, pretty sharp. That's next gen reading. That's the next gen. Oh, rating. next gen rating. Next gen rating. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, uh, fucking everybody a, looks. Everybody looks good after they play Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Still, still. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, Seattle two and two out there. You know, not 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 fucking bad. 
Really, um, they're hanging in there, and and in in the West, you know, the Cardinals they won a game yesterday against uh, uh, the, the the Panthers, so they're two and two. Um, see this, I think we're just going to see, I don't know, some competitive football this season. It's it's kind of it's kind of exciting, you know. Maybe you know it starts to unwind after week six or week seven. We start to like you know separate the teams that mm. are there, but I mean, you get these early season, uh, you know, season wins. It does two things. One, it keeps you in there. Right. Like the Giants are going to be in there for a few more weeks, at least. And it keeps you motivated instead. Instead of going into the first month, oh, and four or one and three, you're like, holy shit, we're the we're the Giants right now through. I won't say a quarter of the season because they added that extra game. But, you know, through a quarter, (laughs) essentially a quarter of the season, we're three and one. You know, that that's that's got to be motivating to say, hey, we can compete in here. So, um I think I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see uh, some parody tonight too. So I think uh, you know it's a good uh, segue into the Monday Night Football game, where we have the Rams and the Niners. Um, 49ers have consistently had the Rams number over the years, right? I mean, you know, you swap in Stafford for Goff last year in San Francisco, still took both regular season games, but the Rams won the game that mattered most last season. They beat the Niners. Um, Mostly because what a uh, uh, dropped interception or two from San Francisco, hmm. uh, and uh, you know also the the once a game Jimmy G mistake. You know you take those things out, and then and you know the Rams probably aren't Super Bowl bound since the Niners last year. Uh, so far th- through this season, both teams look off. I I don't know the word. They just look eh. Yeah, you know, the, the Rams uh, kicked off the NFL season with a no show against the Bills, uh, beat the hell out of the Falcons. You remember them beating the hell out of the Falcons, guys? Do you remember that first half where they beat the shit out of the Falcons only to fall asleep at the wheel and the Falcons almost fucking clawed their way back into that one? <laughs> uh, had a decent enough win against uh, the Cardinals last week. It's a good team. The Rams are a good team, but, but not looking like um, anything like last year. You know what they look like to me? They look like the 2019 Rams, which, again, isn't a huge insult. It's just it's not it doesn't look like a Super Bowl caliber team to me. It just looks like a good team out there for the Niners. They started off the season in that fucking shitty rainstorm. And uh, then with their first quarterback of the season, you know, uh, Trey Lance didn't last long. He got injured. He's dead. Allowed Jimmy G back onto the field. And, and, you know, he got that um, big win against Seattle. But then the offense absolutely sputtered last week in Denver, which leads us to today. Two teams that both need a win. But only one can, and unless there's a tie, dot, dot, dot. And I do think San Francisco gets that win. I think the, the Niners should be favored here. I think the Niners should win this game, and I think the Niners should cover it. I just can't fade my boys. I, I can't bet against the Rams. So a hard lean on the Niners here. I, I think they get it done today. And this is such a rivalry. It's such a close toss-up, 50-50 coin flip game that you really are splitting hairs. I the Rams' defense is absolutely phenomenal. The 49ers are right there. Uh, Stafford, listen, a healthy Stafford, I think is markedly better than Garoppolo. I'm still not convinced Stafford's healthy. Is still I, His interceptions are really because he's trying to go deep and, and coming up short. They really struggle with the running game. Cam Akers, I don't know if he's broken or what his deal is, but he can't seem to get it going. Puts a lot of pressure on Daryl Henderson to, to carry this running game. Um, speaking of running games, 49ers pretty much have to run because you really don't want Garoppolo throwing 30 or 40 times in a game, even though I do love the wide receivers and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle. Uh, 
I still don't like Garoppolo as, you know, somebody you depend on two minutes left. We need to drive down the field. Like, not the guy. And we've seen that too many times. Uh, the Rams are the better team. I'm getting a point and a half. I mean, maybe they lose, but it, it's a coin flip game. But I'm going to take the Rams. So give me the Rams with a point and a half for 50 bucks. All right, got you in. Yeah, it's just be an exciting game. Love divisional games, man. Love divisional games. Primetime, too. Should be close. That would be a welcome change in primetime <laughs> lately. Give me, the, give me the Niners here. I like the Niners minus the point and a half. I'm going to lay it. I'm going to put 50 bucks on it. Man, this is, this is, this is crazy. It opened up with uh, San Francisco plus one, and I guess the money must have bet it to minus one and a half. So interesting. 50 bucks. That's, that's what I got. I think you can still get a plus line on, on, on the Niners, right? No? No, you can't. I'll do no, I was, I was checking. I thought, I thought you could. Um, maybe it changed. I thought, I thought it was like plus half a point at, earlier. I guess not. No, I th- all, my, all my books here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, again, I think, I, you know, Panther, I hope you're right. It's, it's one of the few times that I'll ever say that in my lifetime, but I, I hope I hope you're right here. <laughs> I think, uh, I, you know, I think it should be an interesting one. It should be a fun one. But um, yeah, the, the Niners just seem to find a way to you know, beat the Rams. And uh, uh, again, you know, when, when it mattered most, the Rams got that win. But uh, this is this is there's some demons in the in, in the fucking Rams heads. And in San Francisco tonight, man, is this going to be a tough one? That's just I, I do worry after. Um, after seeing what Vegas did to that Denver defense yesterday, right? Uh, and to see what the what the the 49ers did the week before, uh, that offense has some issues. Uh, you know, they're banged up. Uh, Kittle's still injured, right? He's I don't know if he's uh, um, playing or not, um, but he he's, he's still banged up. Uh, let me pull this up. I I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if Kittle's playing this week. Do you know if, uh, Panther? If, I if Kittle's I playing? just saw him as questionable. I didn't. Is he's questionable? Yeah right. or nay? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, the Rams, uh, and then they had the offensive lineman got injured, too, uh, last week. So, I mean, the, the, the Niners got some fucking pretty banged up uh, you know, players. Um, yeah, Trent Williams is out. Trent Williams is is a difference maker on that offensive line. He's out. Um, Kittle is playing. Kittle looks good. So Kittle should be good to play. Um, but, yeah, I mean, you know, the, the, the Rams, uh, yeah. I think the big question mark with 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 Los Angeles is is that running game, right? I mean, they they're just so undecided of what they're going to fucking do there. I they're almost hoping for a fucking injury at this point to one of these guys to to figure out what the hell they're going to do at running back. Um, and they need to establish the run. We we learned that last year. You know, the the Rams are most effective when Stafford could do the play action. So. Um, I hope it's a good one. Listen, the 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 uh, the, the last couple of uh, Monday night games or last couple of uh, primetime games have not been uh, interesting, to say the least. So uh, I, I would say, well, last night's was interesting, but but the you know the Chiefs kind of uh, Chiefs kind of ran away with that one early. You kind of knew you kind of knew the ending to that story. Uh. Watching watching the the Chiefs beat up on a senior citizen wasn't that entertaining. <laughs> Goddamn, uh, base- elderly cruelty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we got baseball. We got any baseball today? There is baseball. This is it, man. This is the home stretch. 
Home stretch, final three games. I mentioned it last week uh, that, that I was betting on the Reds so that they would not, uh, you know, lose six straight to the fucking Cubs. But guess what? Through the first three games, I have been wrong. The <laughs> Cubs have beaten the Reds through the first three games. Chicago now riding a seven-game winning streak. Reds now riding a six-game losing streak. Hunter Green going to get the start for the Reds today. And you know what? Talking about the Reds and losing, Hunter Green knows a thing about losing as well. He is 4-13 and 13 this year. Poor fucking Hunter Green. Got, you put him on a different team and, and and you know i think he's getting a little bit more wins there but uh the way he's pitching lately uh, he should be getting some wins and this team's just not fucking doing anything to help him out uh hayden wesnewski uh wesneski gonna get the start for the cubs he's been pretty fucking good since joining this major league staff you know he's, he's that former yankees prospect that got him in a trade yankees probably should have held, held on to him because he looks pretty fucking good he could be the future ace of the goddamn cubs the way he's pitching really uh i like him here today the, the, you know you get the the cubs uh with a plus line uh, the you know the better pitcher of the two playing the better baseball neither of these teams have anything to play for but a team has to win and i do think that team is the cubs so a ten dollar bet on chicago yeah right now and they're hitting the ball well and hunter green that reds offense is doing absolutely nothing i think they've mailed it in packed it in and they're ready to go to hawaii or disneyland or whatever so i'm actually getting a plus line on the better team I'll take it. Give me $10 on the Cubbies. I'm not touching this game. I'll lean the fucking Reds with you, Panther, but I'm not touching this game. God, I hate everything about it. All right. Uh, last one up for me. What, Panther, was that your only game that you're betting? That's it. I'm on the Cubs, and that is it. Wow. Uh, one more game for me. Let's talk uh, Toronto and Baltimore, right? Orioles had a really good season. But they fell short of a playoff spot. Uh, still, you know, there's got to be some optimism for the future. I think the only problem for the Orioles looking ahead is that they play in the goddamn AL East. I, really, they got to deal with the Yankees and Red Sox payroll. They got to deal with the young talent of the Rays and the Blue Jays. So maybe the, what the Orioles need to do is petition to move to the AL Central. Like, really, the Orioles and the AL Central win the fucking Central this year. Just saying. Uh, I think they win today, though. Uh, Jose Barrios' nightmare of a season continues to fucking get worse. Uh, Dean Kramer has had a really good fucking season. Um, home team, plus line. I, I think the more dependable pitcher out there. Toronto's got to, you know, rest and get ready. They've got their playoff uh, seating all set. This is a team that's ready to fucking make a run. $10 bet on the Orioles. Yeah, no, nobody has anything to play for. Barrios probably won't go very long, either just because they're protecting him or because he's going to get his ass lit up. He's been terrible on the road this season. Um, the Orioles might get a little reprieve since the, through the new scheduling format next year. They won't play the East as much as they try to balance things out with interleague play. So uh, that, that might help the Orioles quite a bit. I'll lean Baltimore, but as you know, I'm only on one game today. <laughs> I'll, I'll lean Baltimore with you, man, but... uh. It's close. It's really close. I, I think this is the right side, but you know who knows? Who knows what where their heads are at? You don't like that plus one twenty? Uh, that wasn't enough. No, that's not quite enough. No, all right. Uh, do you have anything else, Arch? Are you betting at anything? In Major oh yeah, Baseball yeah. Today? We're yeah. going to the top of the board, uh, squeaking under the wire. I'm going to do it. Braves are playing the Marlins, and this might be my last chance. This might be my last chance to do it. I'm betting against the Marlins. Braves are at minus 149, which just is that's as close as you can get for me. Ten bu- or, uh, 15 bucks on the, uh, the uh, Braves here. 
you know, when the Mets were like 10 games up in the NL East and, and everyone was saying, oh, the Mets are great. And I was, you know, Mr. Doom and Gloom saying, no, they'll blow it. They'll, they'll lose it to the Braves. Well, a weekend sweep to the Braves uh, means that the Atlanta Braves are now two games up on the NL East with three games to play. Uh, I'm not a math guy, but it probably means the Braves have to be swept by the Marlins in order to lose the NL East. I do not think that happens. A lean on Atlanta today. Uh, celebrate your NL East champions. Uh, I didn't look at this game, but the minus one forty nine stinks. It, it must Alcantara pitching for the fish. What, what, what's to the deal with the park pitching hey, matchup here? Hey, hey, Seuss, Seuss, Lizardo. Lizardo. your favorite, your favorite guy, Lazardo. Uh, I don't know why it's only minus one forty nine. I mean, <laughs> fuck the fish. It's either a value play or your dick first into a stinky hole trap. Yeah, well, either way, I just get to at least bet against the fish one last time this season. Next up, Yankees are in Texas, and uh, I like Texas today. Plus 135. Yankees have nothing to play for. They should just run out the clock and let Texas win. That's my hope. 15 bucks on the Rangers, plus the 135. Yeah, not a terrible play with Martin Perez on the mound. Uh, you know, we, we, we like him around here, and, and he's been, you know, he's familiar with the Yankees too because he played for the Red Sox. So, um, yeah, I, I agree. I think, that, you know, the, the Yankees. Uh, same thing. They have everything locked up. They just need to, you know, get their rotation set loose. Everino probably not going to pitch a full game, uh, so probably some value on Texas here. Right. Yeah, like I like Texas just for the plus line, but uh, I think the only thing anybody's watching it for is to uh, see if Aaron Judge gets number sixty-two. All right. Uh, last game for me. San Francisco is playing San Diego, and this is the probably maybe this might be the last chance I get to say this. Uh, the Padres are minus. It's up to minus 270 at some books. Are you fucking kidding me? This is the are you fucking kidding me bet. Give me the Giants for 15 bucks in this one. Yeah, tons of moral sport here as well. I, I don't know this uh, pitcher, though. I'd have to look him up. Uh, do you know John Brebia, Panther, for the for the Giants? Do not. Yeah. I think it was a minor league. It must be up. called up. Yeah, that's that's my guess here. Uh, going against Joe Musgrove, though. So, I, 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 you know, listen, I think there's some value on the Giants. Uh, disappointing season for them. Uh, Padres made the playoffs. They're, they're clinched in. Still two teams fighting it out for the last wild card, right? I think the Phillies are like uh, two games up on Milwaukee. But uh, San Diego's punched their ticket, and I think they're, they're good to go. But, uh, yeah, I, I think tons of value on the Giants here. A lean on San Francisco. I don't know if it matters. I was looking at this this morning. So, yes, the Padres have punched their ticket, but they have not punched the 5C. They actually could fall to the 6 if the Phillies were to uh, you know, flip that. They're only one game behind the Padres. So even though the Phillies are in, they actually still could get to the 5 seed, and that would you know jumble the matchups, whether it's the Mets or the Cardinals or who you play. So maybe that's why Vegas thinks – so that the fathers are actually going to try hard, right? Musgrove's out there. They'll put their entire lineup out there. Minus 275. Way too much. I'll lean the Giants, but I think San Diego's at least going to put everybody out there and try really hard. I'm not terribly afraid of the Padres trying their hardest. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, and by the way, man, Brebia is a five-year veteran. He played for three years for St. Louis. He played for San Francisco last year. He's got nine starts this year. What? He's got oh, nine right. starts this year for the Giants. We just must have skipped all of his fucking starts because I, 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 I looked at this guy's name and I, I have no fucking idea who he is. Wow. It's interesting. Any comments to speak of there, Max? Not really. Uh, just who's your daddy saying he took the Bills money line live. So thanks, Lamar. Um, Nard Dog saying, tried to tell you not to trust the Lions. And of course, Nard Dog, he, uh, he gave us a great nickname for Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Joey Lawrence. Ladies and gentlemen, gotta love it. There you go. Panther, did you watch Blossom? 
Uh, I've got a few episodes, but no, that's not not one of, not on my radar. Seems like one of his shows, right? It, it really wasn't. It's How I Met Your Mother, thing. Blossom, you know everything. Why are you so hard on me? <laughs> <laughs> what did we talk about today? We talked about the NFL Week Four, at least the Sunday matchups. One left. We talked about that, and we talked about baseball. This is it. This is the final countdown. It ends on Wednesday. Unbelievable, Max. That's it. That is it. Let us know anything about our picture. Big Sandy Picks. We're on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download. Listen to every single episode. Panther, take us home. I will uh, leave you your one baseball game if that's the one that you want. Uh, you, you, you can have that one. And I'll take the other baseball game I bet on and bet the Baltimore Orioles. Take Baltimore. Arch, who are you taking? You better go before me. Um, I'm giving you the chance. You want. You you want you want the 49ers, so I'll let you have it. I'll take the Cubs. Give me the 49ers. Minus the one. I found a pinnacle. Ooh, uh, there bad. you go. Hey, before we get out of here, though, real quick, we had three new members join over the weekend. RV joined big time. One nine and Master Blaine. Welcome to the Degeneracy. Welcome to the Asylum. Hope you guys are enjoying your stay. We're going to get out of here with the Degenerate Parlay. we got Baltimore Orioles, Chicago Cubs, San Francisco 49ers. That is your DJ Parlay. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. But mostly it is the book club. Get in there and shoot the shit with us. Call us out by name. We will holler right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did yesterday. What you're doing today when it's all said and done, kids. It's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.